Welcome to Sober Sisters Talk, a podcast on recovery with Elizabeth Pudwell and MG. We bring you our experience, strength, and hope from a variety of sources, therapy, 12-step recovery, and life lessons of long-term sobriety. To contact us, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Sober Sisters Talk. We're glad you're here. Now here's our next podcast. Also, we'd love to invite you to a Zoom meeting this Friday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're interested, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com and we'll send you the meeting information and password. We hope to see you this Friday. Thank you. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. This is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and together we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's a beautiful day here in Houston, Texas. And today we have a guest. We um, were introduced to Kathy from a mutual friend of ours, um, a sister in, in sobriety. And um, Kathy Dean is, tell us the name of the, the book again. Inter- we, why don't you just introduce yourself briefly and then um, you know we'll talk about your website and your book. Okay, I'm Kathy Dean, and right now I'm residing in Wichita, Kansas. I used to live down around Houston, so I think I know a little you bit. Can tell. Uh, you okay. know, I was not expecting that draw when I first met you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've lived a little bit everywhere, and when I ended up in Houston, nobody said, where are you from? <laughs> so anyway, yep, I have a company, and it's called The Grid for Humanity, and uh, I wrote a couple of books. One's called The Grid for Alcoholism Addiction and one's The Grid for Humanity. And uh, what I do is I help people and uh, with collaboration, um, conflict resolution and compulsive behaviors and basically just bring solutions to people and help them see things in a new way. So do you only work with, um, are all of your clients in recovery? Oh, no, not at all. They can be very unsuspecting that they need recovery. (laughs) No, really. It's anybody. It really is. It's like sometimes people are doing great and they just need a new perspective or they need some new insight. And so I just make sure that I'm, I'm ready to help. Like whatever situation comes my way, there's always a good way to listen and to maybe land a new perspective and, and lay some new tools in front of somebody that they didn't look at it that way before. So would you call yourself a coach, a therapist? A... Not a therapist at all. It's like I have life experience. I have 35 years in the field of recovery. I mean, I've gone to, to, to two and three meetings for the first five years, and I've been in recovery for three and a half decades. And it was about 10 years ago that I kind of hit a wall. And, uh, I, you know, I was in a 12-step program, and somebody sat down with me at a Starbucks and took me through all the steps in an afternoon. And I was like, whoa, how come nobody's ever shown me this? And he says, well, I just see a lot of people relapsing and, and not getting it. And he, he was pretty much saying that that's how Dr. Bob did it in the very beginning. I mean, I think I found it in the big book where it says he sold himself too short and he would take people through the six step program as it was at the time. Anyway, I feel like that what I'm doing now is when people are suffering from 
a spiritual malady or untreated addiction, I feel like the steps are a very quick way to get them into a solution. And we are people of immediate gratification. And so to me, this has become a way to immediately give somebody a solution. Now, is it like one and done? No, at the end of the book, it says, begin again. We could do the book right now. We could do the whole thing right now, the whole process. But then when we leave here, I might use it tonight or tomorrow. It's like, I have done the steps so many times because I lived the steps. It's not about working the steps and setting them down. It's about understanding that you can utilize them at any given moment. Right. And I love that. I love that. I'm sorry, MG. I didn't mean to cut you off, but her, you know, MG and I both, um, you know, I do think there's a, there's benefit in, in, you know, taking a, a person through the steps, meeting with them, you know, once a week and, and doing that. And I really like that process. I love it. Um, and I think that there's value in it. And I love getting to know the women that I have and getting really close to them in that, in that, in that process. But I also see a lot of people um, come into, especially in SLAA, but in AA as well, I've seen it. And all you know, I've, I've worked at DA program and the OA program. And people come in and they just go to meetings and they don't ever get a sponsor and they don't ever work the steps. Right, MG? Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, and that's like they're, it's a half measure, I call it. You know, they're just auditing. They're not really all in or whatever because, you know, I, I feel like, to be honest, my addict doesn't want to give up the X, Y, or Z. So uh, I see that and I feel like, you know, because I've done that in the past, too, where it's like, well, I, I, I'll go check this thing out. I don't know if I am this thing, but I'll go check this thing out. And then, you know, inevitably, I'm going to hear something that I need. But what I love about your process, Kathy, is that it was, I, I feel like it's also a way, it's a small enough thing that it can help people that have got long-term sobriety to get recharged again. And was that part of your impetus to do this work? Well, I mean, I think that, that the work that I chose to do was my back was up against the wall and I was struggling. It felt like I was hitting my head against the wall at 25 years into a recovery program and I needed some help. And I asked one person and he was a close talker and he got me real close to the wall and he was kind of shorter than me. And he said, haven't you ever read the book? And, I, and I'm like thinking, I have 25 years. I asked for your help and you're going to yell at me. I was like, that is not helpful at all. And then about a week later, this guy I'd never met, he was kind of all shiny and bright. He came through town and he showed up at our meeting and he had like kind of a snappy answer to everything I asked him. And I was like, wow, he seems like he has a lot of answers. And so I was the one that said, hey, can we go to coffee? I'd like to know more for what you're talking about. And then before I knew it, we had just gone through like all the steps, like in an afternoon and I, it changed my life. And so then from that point on, I tried to tell people and I said, listen, there is benefit in taking people through the steps long term. I still do that today. I'm not saying that that's not a way to do it. I'm saying not that instead of no, it's 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 and everything is and this could be and therapy. This could be and a program, because what it is, is that you said that people come in and then they don't do the steps. I think that's because there's not enough people to show them how to do the steps because right. somehow it's been convoluted and been lost. There are long-term sobriety people that don't know how to take people through the program because 
there's not one way to me in a perfect world this would be something that we would all understand that you could take them through in an afternoon and then sit down with them a week and then go and say hey let's take this a little further but this is very in-depth don't kid yourself it's like it's very in-depth well the other half of you know what i see is one of the drawbacks of 12 steps is that not just the person who comes in and never works the steps but then there's the other person who comes in and works the steps but never sponsors anybody and you know from from my point that saved my ass like teaching somebody else how to do the steps and that is the thing that i loved about what you the work that you did with me and just now with mg is that the ability to learn it, to learn it quickly, to know exactly, you know, what you're looking for and, um, you know, to see your own damn part, you know, your own stuff in everything, you know, in everything. You know, it is, we've been talking a lot because it's the 10th month about the spiritual axiom. Whenever I see something wrong with somebody else, there's something wrong with me. That's what this is. It just shows the spiritual axiom of, of what life is all about because, it, it's life is a reflection back of inside of right 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 whatever it is that we're focused on and thinking about it will it, life will reflect it and well, show it well and just, as if, just as if you saw something beautiful that is a reflection of us too and i think that elizabeth has really started a great uh, model that you know all of the women that she sponsors she encourages them to get sponsees and I encourage my sponsees to get sponsees. And so that's how we, we do it. And I feel like that's one of the things that's really been missing in our own little SLAA community here is not a lot of sponsorship. And uh, and I recently took on someone uh, as a sponsee and she's like, I've worked the steps three times. I really don't want to work the steps again. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, that's fair. And I'm like, but you need to get two sponsees and work the steps with them because that's how I do it. That it keeps me current whenever I do any of the readings or when I go through it with them, you know, it reminds me and she's like, Oh, I think that's a great idea. And so now, and, and she doesn't want to have like, what I said is be temporary sponsor. You know, that was a solution for her just to, you know, get set their bottom lines because in SLAA we, it's different than, you know, uh, programs where you have to give up just the alcohol or the drugs. We, it's called your own self-defined bottom lines. So, like, somebody might have a problem with masturbation. So, masturbation would be, like, if I masturbate, I'm not sober. I've broken my bottom line. So, I'm like, help them set their bottom lines and go through steps one, two, and three. But I can see this as an excellent tool, too. If someone is really hungry and new and they're like, I got to do it. I got to do it right now. I'm like, well... Now I have another tool in my little toolkit, Kathy Dean. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? You've just had the one-page solution. The, 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 actual, the actual book, it actually, like, if you did the Grid for Humanity, even, it's like that applies to anything. The Grid for Humanity actually came from this guy that was at the Iraq War, and when he came back, he had PTSD, and he was using the grid at the VA with all the soldiers with PTSD, right? And so then during their meetings, they would use the grid. And he came to me and he said, you know, not all the soldiers are alcoholics. And I said, okay. So then we came together and I thought we were kind of doing a rewrite and it was going to be called the grid for PTSD. And instead 
it became the grid for humanity. So then it's for everybody. So the hey, co-authored the book with this guy? No, I wrote the book. We oh. were just editing it. We edited it so that we could have the, you know, a new perspective. I was I was gathering his perspective about the soldiers, and I was writing it. So I thought I was writing it for um, the grid for PTSD, and it just ended up being the grid for humanity. So I have a question before you go on, and um, I just want to know, like, you you mentioned that you had 25 years of sobriety and that you were struggling. Would you mind telling us what that struggle was, what was going on? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think I was almost having a midlife crisis. I got into the program whenever I was um, 22, and I went right from from drinking into the program for for um, a long time and then I got married and then I had kids and we've lived all over the country and and I just and my kids were teenagers at the time and and it was really hard time and and I was just beside myself because I just didn't know what to do there was so many struggles at the time with the kids being teenagers it, it was just so hard to raise teenagers here oh my god were you, did you were you afraid you were going to drink again no, probably I, I didn't care. I didn't care if I lived. I was getting to the point where I right. didn't care if I lived anymore. Right. Because, I, you know, when you're in the program, that's the last thing you want to do is drink. You know, it's like, oh, I can die, but I don't want to drink. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> just, well, it's like, I think that's very common, Kathy. I mean, because yeah, you like, know, you're so identified with your sobriety. By God, I didn't drink. I mean, she killed herself. No, I didn't. I well, well, we've seen stuff. that. We've seen that. Yeah. We've all had a, you know, where this like, did you hear about Joe Blow over there? No, what happened? You know, 40 years of sobriety, put a bullet in his head. I'm like, really? You know, I mean, we've all heard those stories. And I think that that's right. That, you know, whenever I've gotten into those, you know, dark moments, you know, relapsing of through any of my addictions isn't the solution. It's I just want to get out of the pain. And it seems like that's the most expeditious way possible. But you've given us an alternative to that, to get out of that pain. And that's and about doubling down, going back in. Go well, the other part, the other thing that this does, though, is it it lets, um, from my point of view, it lets you evolve your recovery. You're not because it you can like get in, get stuck into this place where you're just going to meetings and you're sitting there talking about like, you know, put the plug in the jug and you know that kind of stuff but our lives do evolve and we do change and our kids grow and we have like a whole different set of problems and i think it you know i have adult children as well and it's you know i i just i came back the other day and i sighed and i was like fuck you know raising adult kids is hard you know having adult kids is challenging and you do need a different set of tools in order to see like, okay, well, where's your part? You know, what, what is it that you are contributing to this? Because no, you can't change anybody and you certainly cannot change your adult children. <laughs> and the only person that I can change is me. And it's like, it's really about the taproot. Did you know, like a tree, you know what the taproot is? It's the, the one that goes the, the deepest. It goes clear to the water table. So it's like the taproot of all existence is the surrender. It's like, that's what I mean. We're either on the taproot or we're not. We're either blocking that taproot or we're not. So when you're saying I'm going to relapse on all the one, whatever the addiction, to me, it's almost been clumped into one. It's like either 
I'm either on it or I'm off it. It doesn't matter what it is because it's one thing, not many things. Right, right. And so with her saying that I've already worked the steps, that's not, that's, that would be like saying that to me, it's like that, that would be like setting your medication aside. If you're a diabetic, it's like, well, I used that, that, uh, insulin three times for for three years. I'm all done. I've used, I've, well, even she said she did the steps three times. And to me, I live them daily. So it's like, it would be like, I would be a lunatic if I, just work the steps three times. I've worked them thousands of times, thousands. I mean, I have literally read this book over 7,000 plus times because every single time I do it, we go from cover to cover and we go through the process every time. It's amazing. So what's in the book? The book is, uh, it started the grid for alcoholism addiction it um it actually takes you through those 12 steps and it's like if you and i would be doing it right now just like even one-on-one or two you guys have been in the program for quite a while we could probably end up doing it in probably an hour and an hour and 45 minutes we could be done with one through 12. we would be done with all the steps because if you can't explain it simply you don't understand it well enough that's an einstein quote it's like i understand it at such depths that it's like we can go through the process. And then to me, the steps, they line up. It's like one, they line up. So you do one and then you do two and then you do three and then you do four and you line them up. And then once you line them up by that end, the chains fall off. Like, like a mom called me the other day and her son was living on the streets. He was like, even from the country club, you know, he's one of the, she raised him as a country club, but he, he ended up smoking meth and he was in 17 different treatment centers and she was at her wits end and she's tried everything and she goes do you think you can help and i'm exhausted it was like one day when i i just got through having a massage i went to steak night with the girls and i was getting ready to go home and she goes he's willing right now and i know that the window closes pretty rapidly so i drove her across town and it was just like one of them bill and bob moments and i sat there and i took him through the whole grid and he's he, what's today on November 2nd, he'll have three months of sobriety. Wow. So it's like, he saw it. Like once you see it, you can't unsee it. Just like you saw some, you, you, you got flush and it was like, it was moving right before the broadcast that we were doing this. We went through this one page solution. That's a one page. That's not even the book. That's the one page. And you, and you had a huge shift that happens every day. There's miracles to be had everywhere. And because they're not happening because people don't know how to uh, kind of orchestrate them. You orchestrate them by applying the steps to untreated alcoholism, untreated addiction. How did you get get so passionate about this, Kathy? Because you're super passionate. I, 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 I see people's lives being saved every day. I see people that have even been in separate households that their marriages were falling apart. They had little kids and one was in one household, one was in the other. I took him through the grid and he was so mad about her. And he goes, oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> that, he, that he got all of his stuff and then they, they're still married today and they have a beautiful family. I mean, you, it's like you and, and the thing is, is it's not about like this on and on and on and on and on stuff. It's like this, this empowers people. It's like you give them a fish. And then once they can see how the steps can freely move, like Dr. Bob, 
he 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 was given the steps with the spirit of the law, and then he was like going through the streets doing the doing the what amends when he was practically still drunk. He was like going through the streets, and guess what? If if somebody would try to do step eight today at a meeting, they'd tell him to sit down and shut up. You're not anywhere near that step. What do you think, young man? Sit down. It's like no, this is about the spirit of the law. It's exciting. Look how exciting that is. Don't you feel excited that you went Super. through that? Super. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I just wanted to to you know for the listener to draw this picture. The the grid for humanity is a book. Is it? Would you say it's a workbook? Um, it's a I. I don't know. It's it's like a tool. It's like tool what I, it's, it's, it's like a, a toolkit. It's yeah. a guide, and it walks you through one through twelve, all the way through, and you do it in one sitting. It's designed to be done in one sitting, with a sponsor, of course, somebody who knows what they're doing. Do people ever do it alone? You know what? It's funny because in the very beginning, whenever I was doing this process, you know, this was just me and. The very first person I ever took through, she obsessively took notes on everything I said, and then she hand wrote these notes, and she was like, this is going to be something. And so then um, I said, okay, and then and then somebody else asked, and somebody else asked, and then there was a grocery store, and I ended up where you can eat, and I ended up taking people through the grid, um, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening. For the first year, I mean, I just take appointments at a grocery store and take them through the steps right at the grocery store right there and just take them through the steps because it was so powerful to watch this process. And I just lost what question you asked me. <laughs> you, you said something and I was just like, just, do you remember what you said? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And well, I'm not going to stop the recording and go back. This is, this is, we're just, this is good. This is all good. I'm listening to the, I'm listening to the, I'm picturing you in the Kroger, you know, in the, in, sitting in the, in the, in the grocery store, you know, meeting with clients and, and taking them through this. No, I don't remember. Yeah, that. that's exactly what happened. It was like, it was oh, like. Oh, I know what I asked you. It was, um, can people do it by themselves? That's like, right. Okay. If you, don't, if you don't have a sponsor. See, the reason why I wanted to go back to that question, because I knew it was profound. So I wanted to paint this picture of me doing this one at a time, sometimes two and three times a day. So that means literally going through the steps three times a day. So then that person that said, I've gone through them three times. I'm like, I did three in one day. I did them three times in one day. I mean, it's like, that's how it works. It's just so powerful. And so, so yeah. Look, I forgot what the question was. Can you do it by yourself? <laughs> yes. And so then I went to a convention. So I was at a convention and I was walking up front and the lady, this lady said, Hey, aren't you the person that wrote that book? And I said, yeah. And I said, why? She says, cause I got a copy. And she said, she said, I took myself through at the kitchen table. And I had such a profound experience that I took her through and her through and her oh. through. And she took five people separately wow. through the steps all by herself wow. without any help from me. And that's when I knew this was way bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how has working the great for humanity, the steps this way, benefited not the people you work with, but you? Oh, well, I mean, it's almost like what, what, she, what, what she was saying about getting sponsors because i think that you teach best what you most need to learn 
So at any given time, I'm like on the cutting edge. And, and if you really understand that whatever's going on, just like whenever she was doing um, her grid just a minute ago, that one page and her issues came up, her issues were my issues. So I was like, oh, I get that. It's like, so that was part of me. Like whatever she like uncovered, that's me too. So, so it's then, like you have a constant clearing all the time. All the time because it's a huge awareness. It's like right. nobody's better than, we're all connected. So it's like whatever's going on. So it's like, there's really not a, a teacher student. It's just, hey, we're just pointing. And I'm not a therapist. So it's like, you just point. It's like, I'm not, I'm not doing therapy. I'm just pointing. Hey, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? And well, so you I, also use their information and just have them kind of discern. Yeah, you look, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? And so then it's really them discovering it. So it's like, instead of, it's like teach them how to fish, you know, instead of just giving them all the fish themselves, you, you teach them how to fish and then, and then you know that you can leave because they can take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's remarkable. You said that that somebody said something along the way, like this is going to be big or something. What do you want to happen with the grid for humanity? Um, well, I have like a, the original book is the grid for alcoholism and addiction. So I always love the idea of if if people were sponsors and they really didn't understand how to take their sponsees through the steps or or how how often does this happen? Hey, I'll work with you. And so then they come to your house and you might work with them on one step one. They might come the second week, maybe even the third, but you never see them again. This is even in the book. It says it in the beginning. It's like, hey. If somebody's going to meet with me, I would rather take them through the steps while we're having coffee than just have coffee and let them tell the story one more time. It's like, here, let's get through the steps and then listen to your story as we go and listen to your story after and connect with you. Get you some relief. Yeah. Right. And so then, you know, and then there's also rules where it's like, oh, you're not supposed to work with this. I've worked in the, in the, what do you call it? The, the prison, but the security, like the high level security prison for men. I've taken, I've taken 33 men through the grid all at the same time, maximum security prison and took it, taken them all through. And so you don't think there wasn't pain there and relief and, and people have an insight. This one guy went through and he was just sitting there with no look on his face. And then we took him completely through the grid and he goes, this is the first time I understood that I was drinking because I'm an alcoholic. I blamed everybody else, but it's like, it's because I have alcoholism. It's no different than having diabetes. It's not a moral issue. Everybody made it into a moral issue while he's in prison for alcoholism. And it's that he, it breaks down differently in his body. So he had this huge sense that he had a responsibility and that it wasn't everybody else's fault. It was his choices that, that got him to like where he's, he's morally corrupt, yeah. That he what? Like he's morally corrupt. He thought he was, yeah. Well, that's what that's what people outside people do with it. You know, they they think it's a it's a moral decision. You know, moral um, malady. So what I would like to see happen is such clarity to be discussed with all of us. Like if we all got on the same page and we all had the same language and we all had this very simple way to present this information, then I think that the message would be, the signal would be stronger out into the world. But with everybody doing it all different ways, and it's like it's this and this and this, it gets diluted. 
and it gets confused. It's like, no, this program, no, do this program. Well, it's like, I'm saying do get, get lined up with, with what's going on inside of you. Like go deeper, don't go out here, go deeper. And, uh, and then it always, you know, it's, it's like with ourselves and another human being, we don't have to do this alone by, by any stretch of the imagination. So how can we buy the book, Kathy? Tell us how we do it. <laughs> well, I have the, the gridforhumanity.com. It's a, it's a website. And I also, on that website, um, in the very beginning, I actually put these class. I partnered with Wichita State University and created some online classes. And so I'm kind of excited about that. I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I do groups. And then I also have this class online that people... Here was my biggest vision, if you really want to know the truth, but I just haven't got it out there, is like, could you imagine if you're struggling and you know how the window is really small and you say you're middle of night and you're struggling and you call, I need some help. And so then you can't get help. And so then you're like, I don't know what to do. And then you come across the grid for humanity and you click this button where there's a class. And because the class, you could rapidly do it. So... So in the middle of the night, you could be struggling, and before morning, you could have gone through the 12 steps with me, with that class online. See, that was my vision. Thanks for asking. But it's like, that's what my vision was, but I haven't been able to, I'm good at a lot of stuff, but I haven't been good at getting it into the right hands. So I feel like this is a divine appointment with us. I don't know what's going to turn into, but it is big. I cannot tell you how big it is. Well, I love and now I love the process. I love the exercise that I did with you one-on-one -on -one and then being a voyeur in MG's process. And um, I, I mean, let's, let's talk about that. And maybe we can bring something to our listeners where, you know, one of the, I, I, I did some service work at the um, global level a few years ago. And one of the women at the ABM or the, yeah, the annual business meeting for SLAA said um, that she got into slaw because she Googled how to heal a broken heart and SLAA came up. I know, it's profound. It really is. It's, it's amazing what people do in order to find recovery. And, you know, I do think that any tool that brings that brings you relief and brings instant relief right away because it is such an instant gratification <coughs> disease. And that's why we do it because I don't like the way I feel. So I'm going to fill in the blank, you know, whatever it is, whatever the addictive um, path is. Um, so we audience stay tuned. Uh, MG and Kathy and I are going to put our heads together and come up with, you know, um, something that we can give you so that you can get relief and then you can share that with the people that you come into contact with and um, we can just create a bigger sober world. A bigger, healthier world. You know, I don't even think some people have problems with alcohol, but, you know, getting, getting like you were saying, the common language. I mean, we often say to each other, well, you know, they don't have a program of recovery. If we're talking about so-and-so's mom or whoever, you know, they don't have a program of recovery. But this this is where everybody can have a program I have of recovery. A, I have a, a client that I work with. I'm, um, I coach her. And she her tendency is to get into depression, is to, you know, focus on, like, all the everybody else's problems, you know. she does, And it's her, her habit. So start rolling along and becoming successful and doing all of these things. And then the next thing you know, she's talking about 
oh, my brother, he broke up with his girlfriend and it's horrible. I'm like, no, like, that's your brother. Like, why are you depressed? You know? So, and what you can do, see, once that somebody does this, then we have a common language because it's like, sometimes it's so painful to look at ourselves. So then whatever that happened with them is hurt. And so... So right. Let's see it in here. Then it gets projected out here, so she can see. Oh, yeah. I'm depressed because there's something in me that's broken. Exactly. Well, thank you. I so appreciate your time. You guys are awesome. Your passion, your enthusiasm for what you're doing, and um, yeah, we'll you know, audience, stay tuned. So go to www.thegridforhumanity.com. You can can you purchase the book on your website, Kathy? Yes, you can. And there's a phone number. So Yeah, she's got a phone number. You can make an appointment and get it on Amazon, right? Correct. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Sober Sisters Talk podcast. To find our podcast, we're at www.sobersisterstalk.com. We're also on Apple iTunes and on Facebook. See you next week.